Hello, and welcome to another episode of Grumpy Old Game Men and Their Dogs. It's Tuesday, September 14th, the 257th day of this calendar year. I'm Patrick Finn, and I'm sitting here with Tommy Gibbons. Hey, bitches. How was your weekend, Tommy? Uh, it was alright. It was, you know, boring. Boring? Why was it boring? Because I didn't do anything. Didn't do anything at all? At all. No? I did not do anything at all. You didn't go out for any reason? You just stayed I home? I might have needed uh, wine. Oh, okay. One always needs wine. So, I may have gone to the liquor store, but uh, beyond that, no, I didn't do anything. I'm What'd sorry you do? to hear that. Actually, the same. We basically stayed in almost all weekend, really. Then the only time we went out was to get, grab breakfast downtown at a local eatery in town. Which one is that? Uh, Grandmother's Kitchen. In Farmingdale. And how was it? It was really good. It We've been there good. before. It's really, really, it's really cute place. It's an old building. It's one of the original buildings in town. Grandmother's Kitchen. Grandmother's Kitchen. And uh, it was really good. It was really good breakfast. Very filling breakfast. What'd you have? Uh, I think I just had regular scrambled eggs, a side of sausage, uh, English muffin, home fries. Oh. I think Stephen may have had Eggs Benedict. He's so fancy. Yes, he just loves how those eggs benedict. Well, yeah, anything fancy. He likes fancy. <laughs> but that was really about it. But we also had good news to celebrate this weekend. Yeah, good news. Yes, our podcast reached over 100 downloads this weekend. And that's that's more than a lot. To yes, me. it's exactly more than a lot. <laughs> like, Why? <laughs> What do you mean, why? Why are they downloading it? Because like, obviously word is getting out about the podcast, so word is slowly spreading. Uh, do we know any of these people? I, I'm sure we do, but most of them are based in New York, so I'm assuming a lot of them are on Long Island. Okay, that that would make sense. Yes, definitely. So, but I, okay, yeah. But our right. audience is continually growing every day. That's good news. Yes, it is. Oh, right, Very excellent. good news. And not only that, but we're also now available... On iTunes and Apple Podcasts. I I love iTunes. Yep. I'm kind of mad at iTunes. I've always been kind of mad at iTunes. Okay. Why? Because, because well, first of all, where is it? What do you mean, where? Like, is it's it? not on the iPhone. Okay. It's. Uh, and then, but like, you have Apple Music on the iPhone. I have right? Apple Music on the iPhone. Okay. But so. I have all. But that doesn't, for some reason, contain all of the music that I have either uploaded to or bought from. Well, because you have your own library. Right? Exactly. Exactly. That's kept separate from the yeah. sites themselves. Exactly. Okay. And then I hate that every time I logged into iTunes, I had to wait for an upload. Okay. Version 12.3.1 V297. I mean... <laughs> I get those only once in a while. Well, I'm on there probably a lot more frequently than you are. I haven't been on iTunes in a long time, but okay, I, I yeah. love iTunes. I'm on there probably just about every day. I think it's a great idea. I love iTunes. Yeah. I absolutely love it. So I'm very, very glad our podcast is now available on iTunes. On iTunes. So if you get it on iTunes, Does that mean Apple we work podcasts, for Steve Jobs? I guess in a manner of speaking, well, we're independent contractors, I guess. He's not making any money from us as far as I okay. know. Okay. Okay. But if you are getting us through Apple Podcasts or iTunes, feel free to give us a rating and write some comments and give us some feedback. We yeah, say something, you, bitch. You know? If you're out there, identify yourself. Right? A hundred of you. Really? Who are you? I want to know. But you have plenty of ways of letting us know what you think. You can reach us on Facebook, on Twitter, at our website. We're all over the place. All over. So now we're do actually going on to our first advertisement, Thomas. We have an advertisement? Yes, we do. Did somebody pay? Well, I don't know about that, but it, well, they they pay in their own way. But it, I love that. it's for a good cause. Okay, okay. Yeah, who this is it? For, well, this is directed towards Long Island actors. And for, oh wait, is this the guy you were telling me about? Yes, before? it is the guy oh. I was telling you about before. Okay, go ahead, read it. So, for those Long Island actors who are serious about improving their craft, 
and want to be trained by a true professional in the field without having to travel to New York City or pay New York City prices, then they should check out the American Art Theater and Actors Workshop. They're located at 310 New York Avenue at the Huntington Center for the Performing Arts. They've been, it's been listed as among the 10 best acting schools in New York. That's awesome. Right? Okay. And the classes are taught by its founder and artistic director, Rick Emberman. Rick Emberman. Yep. Okay. Rick has studied under such legends as Lee Strasberg and Stella Adler. Oh, gee. Both of them at the same time? Well, I don't know at the same time, but he has studied under them. And he has also worked along such actors as Al Pacino, Burt Young, and Estelle Parsons. Has a long list of acting and production credits, right? Estelle Parsons, right? I love Estelle Parsons. Right. Can imagine working with her. Well, classes actually started this past Monday. And you're just telling me now. Well... Yes, well, today is Tuesday. I was, You weren't um, here yesterday, uh, so I couldn't tell you yesterday. Uh, 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 but even though they started on a Monday, you still have time to enroll. The classes are for adults, but if you're a high school-age student and you're interested in going, you can just contact the uh, the school, and they will interview you and make a determination whether to accept you or not. Excellent. Now, you can contact the American Arts Theater and Actors Workshop at 631-424-2477. That's 631-424-2477. Just like at the bottom of your screen. Right. You can also find the school at its website, AmericanArtTheater.com. It also has they're also on Facebook and on Twitter. So please contact the American Arts Theater and Actors Workshop today and tell them the grumpy old gay men sent you. Yeah. Yeah. We now move on to our first segment, Thomas. Heavy petting. <sighs> About our dogs. The dogs. I was going to say, you're married and I'm ugly. Who's petting? (laughs) Today's today's topic of discussion is feeding your dog. Feeding the dogs. This will be riveting. Now, Louie. Louie's a mid-sized dog, right? Louie's a 30-pound dog. 30-pound dog. And what do you feed him on a normal day? I feed him in a normal day one measured cup of dog food. Okay. What kind of dog food? It's commercial. It's probably, if it's not Iams. Not so much the brand, but what type of dog food? Just kibble. Okay. Okay. Just, you know, open the bag. I buy Amazon, drop off a 30-pound bag of my dog every three weeks or so. And, uh, you know, that's what the dog eats. Cool. Well, yeah, one one cup a day. One at, cup a day and that's it? At one time. Oh, okay. You don't feed her a second, you don't he feed her a second time? No, he, he gets fed once a day. Okay. Do you give him any treats at all during oh, the day? Oh, he gets treats. He gets oh, okay. treats. Oh, yeah. What kind of treats do you give him? Um, uh, uh, what are they called? The traditional old... Dog treat. Milk bone? Milk bone. Milk you know, bone. Milk bone, milk bone Me- treats. The medium-sized dog, the variety pack. I have them delivered five pounds at a time. Wow. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he likes carrots and ice cubes. Oh, good. Ice cubes, too. He huh? likes ice cubes? Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, that's excellent. Yeah, Abigail, she, we feed her a raw, dry kibble that she gets twice a day. We've been feeding her a little bit less than that now because she's on a diet. She's about three pounds overweight. So we've had to cut down a little bit, and she's been going on much longer walks now, which I'm not sure she's crazy about. I should get used to Whenever she sees like an area where she recognizes it's close to home, she starts heading that way. Like, yeah, no, no, that's we're going to keep walking. So we're trying to balance her weight you know, with the exercise and her diet and everything. Uh, but we also, we, we, we were feeding her like, the, you know, the normal... Treats that you get in the door that you get in any pet store and yeah, stuff, yeah, like, normal treats yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But now that we're not feeding her, we really cut back on those. Maybe she gets like one of those a day now. Right, so what she get? So now we've been feeding her treats of fruits and or vegetables. Oh. It's been primarily fruits, I would say. 
But we've been giving her pieces of cucumber, pieces of lemon, uh, not lemon, melon, um, uh, pieces of apple she's enjoyed. Um, so, and it's, especially the cucumber I like because it's mostly water. There's, no, there's, there's yeah, no, yeah. nothing to it. Really. It all helps you poop. Right? Exactly. So, um, yeah, she really seems to be enjoying them. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's helping her lose weight, but I'm also hoping it helps her health, too. So what I want to do for our listeners out there is basically list all the fruits and vegetables that are safe for your dog to eat. I was wondering about that. And also the ones that are not safe to eat. But let's go over the ones that are safe to eat. Safe to eat for your dog. Yep. First one, we're going to cover the fruits first. First one fruits. is apples. I love them. But you need to remove the seeds, the seeds. and the core yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, uh, Bananas are good, especially high in fiber, potassium. They're okay. low calorie. Okay. They're low sodium. They're low cholesterol, but they're high in sugar. So you got to uh, use them. You got to use them moderately. Okay, okay. Blueberries are really good for fiber and antioxidants. Huh. But I can tell you from personal experience of feeding the Abigail. The dog's poop may come out looking black or dark blue. <laughs> I have. I, Louie eats treats. We can't open the refrigerator without giving Louie a carrot. A okay. Baby carrot. We right? buy baby carrots special for Louie. I am used to orange shit. It looks like it's. Right? Thing. it's yes. Halloween I've seen that. All it's year in the carrot. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Next on the list is cantaloupe. Cantaloupe? Yes, can or cantaloupe, excuse me. Yeah, it's uh, full of nutrients, it's a little calorie, it's a good source of water and fiber, but again, it's a high lot of sugar. sugar. So moderation. Moderation with the with the cantaloupes. Cranberries are safe, but Cranberry. dogs may not like them they because of the bitter. tart flavor. Yeah, tart, tart, tart. And also they can cause an, an upset stomach. Yeah, so you well, may want to hold off on cranberries. Yeah, okay. Cucumbers we briefly talked about, they are full of potassium, copper, magnesium. Vitamins oh, B1, C, K can also boost energy levels. It's also no carbs, no fats, no oils. Great for overweight dogs. But again, peel them, de-seed them, whatever you got to do. Don't feed them the skin and the seeds. They can't have the seeds? Nope, nope, they should avoid that. Seeds can cause problems. Seeds across the board? All Pretty seeds? much all seeds and the fruits. All seeds are bad. Should all, the seeds should always be removed. Most of it is, I can say, there's Where a Where do you get your information from? From the, from the Google machine. From the Google machine. Oh. <laughs> Next I'm on the list is mangoes. Mangoes. Which are full of... Fuck mangoes. Well, you don't like mangoes? I love mangoes. Okay. What is that? What is it? What, what is it? Like, how... Fuck mangoes. How do you cut it? Like, how do you get... There's that big fucking trunk or whatever the fuck it is in the middle with the fruit around it. Right. And then the skin. Okay. I don't know. I don't you've think, never, I don't, you've never, I've never had to peel a mango. Or oh, oh, a mango. okay, bitch! You sending me top five something, but your homework <laughs> is to go peel is a mango. To get, go get a mango, okay, and 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 see what I'm talking about. I will work on that. Fuck mango. <laughs> I I do love mango though. I love that. Well, flavor. they're good. I mean, they're full of potassium, beta carotene. They got vitamins A, B six, C, and E. But they're high in sugar. High in sugar. But you have eating. to remove the pit. Why? Because the pit contains small amounts of cyanide. Okay. The pit must be what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. The pit looks like, or as much as you could, you have to do it yourself. I, okay. You have to do it yourself. I'll take your word for it. No, you'll go do it. I'll go do it. Call your husband. <laughs> He's busy. He can get a fucking mango. I'm sure he can. Go ahead. Next up on the list, oranges. Oranges are good. The vitamin C, the potassium, the fiber, but you, you need to remove the skin it. and the seeds. Right. Gotta take them what out. What idiot is... Go- Never mind. 
Next one is peaches. They're good for fiber, for vitamin A. They help with infections. Um, you need to remove the pit because of the same problem, yeah. small amounts of cyanide. And do not ever use canned peaches because they're high in the sugary syrups. Yes. So don't use canned peaches. My question was about the skin. Uh, you should probably... I would... Does, I've read that you don't... It doesn't really refer to the skins, but it can't hurt to peel them. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, Except it does, because they're slippery and gross. Yeah. Although my favorite thing in the world is peaches. I ain't giving my dog my fucking peaches. And if you think I'm working that hard to get him some mango... Yeah, I don't like peaches. Was oh, I, God, was I love I, peaches. Well, only because I had peach schnapps uh, Ooh, a couple do times. Oh, that'll do it. Oh, my God. I, when I lived in South Carolina, we would go to the beach and... And the beach was all the way, the gay beach was all the way at the up, the north side of the town. And on the way there, there was this truck, this guy who had peaches, and he sold peaches out the back of his pickup truck. Peaches, big as your head, and I swear to God, it was like, to, to, to eat, it, the juice run all down your forearm <laughs> to your elbow, and you don't care, and your face was getting all sticky. It's just like fleshy, sweet deliciousness. Mm. Eat a peach. Eat a fucking peach. <laughs> Next up on the list, pears. Pear, I like pears. They're good for copper, fiber, vitamin C, now, and K. Now, can you eat that little stick? But that you up need to that? remove the pit you have to give and the seeds. Got to remove them. Not good. Got to remove them. No pits. Pineapple is good. for It has multitude of vitamins and minerals and fiber, but you got to peel it first. Okay, hold and on. And remove the crown. If you tell me you got to peel it for anything else, now that you've said fucking pineapple, does who eats pineapple? What creature on the planet eats pineapple without peeling it? I don't know. There may be some out there. Well, like a lion or a hippopotamus I or some one of those fucking things possibly. that just chew up small children in one bite. Next up, strawberries. Strawberries are good or bad? I forgot. They're what we good. Are. They're, they have fiber and they have vitamin C, but they're high in sugar, so in moderation. But they also contain an enzyme which helps to whiten the dog's teeth. Oh. Which I never knew before. I didn't know that. Does right? it whiten my teeth? I don't know. But it whitens the dog's. So maybe it does for humans. I don't know. Okay. We'll have to research that further sometime. And next on the last list of the fruits is watermelon. Watermelon is good for the dog. you got to skin it. It's great. Yep, you got to skin it, of course, yeah, remove yeah, the yeah, seeds because they can cause intestinal blockage. you got to get rid of the seeds. But they're good for keeping the dog hydrated. It's 92% yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? water and sugar. As for vegetables go, vegetables. broccoli is okay, Broccoli's but in good, moderation, and they don't like as it. it can cause gastrointestinal problems. Like farting. Just say it, Patrick. It's farting. <laughs> well, even more serious problems than All that. All right, okay. And also, you should never serve stalks, because they, they can cause blockage in the esophagus. Because the motherfuckers don't chew. Yep. I know. Sometimes they just wolf They just down. swallow the shit down. It's like, you know, the peers back in 1987. Yep. Next up is Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels they sprouts. They are good. They are good for they have antioxidants and plenty of nutrients, but you want to use it in moderation because they can cause gas and you don't yeah, want well, a gassy dog all night, you know? Well, you know, maybe my dog will finally feel like he's getting some revenge. <laughs> I bet. Because the Lord knows he's earned his revenge. Next up, as you mentioned earlier, carrots. Carrots. Fiber and beta-carotene, they're uh, low-calorie, uh, but they're high in sugar, so use moderately. Uh, I mean, any any underground-growing anything is going to be... Next up is celery, which is good Ew. for a dog. It's good for, it, has, it has contained elements that are good for a healthy heart, to fight cancer, it has vitamins A, B, and C, and it freshens a dog's breath. Okay. 
Good to know. Especially with my dog, because she can have bad breath sometimes. <laughs> Don't they all? Well, no, actually, author. Author, 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 author has the worst breath. Yeah, yeah, he smells <laughs> like he just ate a human. Next up is green beans. They're low calorie, they're high fiber, they're full of nutrients and minerals. You can even use canned green beans, but look don't but look for the low or no sodium salt. beans. Yeah, 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 keep it in the salt. Peas, another one, high fiber, protein, vitamins. And they're fun. You can use all kinds of peas, eat fresh or frozen. You know what I saw? I saw but if you're using canned peas, avoid the extra sodium. The sodium. You know? I like to take a handful of his kibble. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, as a treat. Yeah. And just throw across the room. Okay. Walk away. Because <laughs> it's going to keep him busy for a couple no, of minutes. No kidding, yeah. She, if I did that to Abigail, she wouldn't know where to go first. Yeah, uh, and they'll find every one of them. Yep, exactly. So what I got to worry about? The ones to avoid. Of What are we avoiding? Vegetables? Uh, these are these are the fruits these first. Are the fruits first. Fruits, okay. Avocado. Yeah, bad for you. Bad, bad. Bad, bad. Cherries. Cherries. Bad. Grapes. Bad. bad. And if you're wondering why these are bad, look them up further online, get further research. But most of these are very toxic to dogs. Raspberries. Those. They're known. They they're good as an anti-inflammatory for older dogs. They have antioxidants and everything. But they also contain small amounts of this chemical called xylitol, oh. which is used now in other foods as a sugar substitute. That's where we need another sound effect. But it can cause really bad physical effects on a dog. So like you may what? want like to hold what? on. Like what? Like uh, tremors, Ooh. lack of coordination, oh. vomiting, diarrhea, liver failure, Ooh, seizures. Okay. So right. you might want to avoid the raspberries. Um, um, on the vegetables, the ones to avoid, tomatoes, very, very bad for dogs. Okay. Asparagus is a no-no. Mushrooms are bad. Onions are very bad. Very bad onions. Yeah, right? Right, that I knew. Yep. And one, it's, it's kind of a mixed one, but you really should avoid spinach, they say. They say there's more... Bad disadvantages to it than advantages to eating it. So avoid spinach. And that pretty much wraps up our segment on heavy petting. Jesus, that was so fast. Right? We now move on to your favorite oh, segment, Thomas. Oh. Today's birthdays. Today's <coughs> I am glad for that we only do this once a week. Why is that? Because I could not do this every day. <laughs> Don't you like observing and celebrating people's birthdays? I, I, who, who is it? <laughs> September what? Where are we? The 15th? The 14th? Well, this one, I'll, the first one I'll give you, um, she was born on September 14th, 1879. Oh, she was born in 1879. Yep. She was a nurse, a writer, an educator. Where was she born? Uh, in the United States. What part of the United States? Uh, that I do not know. Okay, go ahead. She was a birth control activist. Okay. And opened the first birth control clinic in oh. the United States in 1916 on Amboy Street in Brooklyn. Oh, Mary Martin. Nope. Her name is Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger? Yep. Okay. You've heard of her? Uh, I absolutely have heard of Margaret Sanger. She also founded the American Birth Control League, which eventually became Planned Parenthood. Okay. She's considered the, the founder of the modern birth control movement, 
But surprisingly, surprisingly to me, she was also anti-abortion. She was vehemently against abortion, and she actually believed that the free and easy access to birth control would eliminate the need for abortion. Well, she was right, for fuck's sake. Well, no, we have access to birth control now. We no. still have abortions happening. Well, birth I'm, control are not always 100% effective. That's You know what? We in America do anything sexual very, very bad. Well, that's we don't talk about it. Well, we don't we're not educated it. in it. We don't talk about we it. We're not educated in we it. Don't, and we don't bother. No. But the truth is that other countries, that birth control is free for anybody, anytime, anywhere. What do you want? I got it. Well, how size? How much bigger? Right. Okay. So birth, you got you got to make it okay to use. It's, yeah. It can't be a shameful thing. Of course not. It's got to be something that people feel okay talking about. That people people feel okay using. And 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 we got to teach our girls that no is no. They need to know that too. And there's and she got to fight for it if she has to. Well, she lived until uh, 1966. She died a year it's after. Years. Uh, well, she was born in 1879 so, and died no, in 1966. No, so, oh, okay. Oh, 13 something. years short of 100. But she lived long like enough to... Remember, that, remember uh, in our last episode, we talked about that case Griswold versus Connecticut? No. Which basically said that uh, laws prohibiting the use of contraception were illegal. Okay. And that there was a right to okay. privacy. So what did she do about that? She basically lived long enough to hear that happen. Okay. So she, so in a way, she accomplished one of her goals. Yeah. Okay. Say. Unfortunately, she was also criticized because she supported the pseudoscience of eugenics. Okay. Uh, you're familiar with eugenics, I don't like, right? I don't, I don't like it. I, um, yeah. So she, I mean, she wasn't what you would call an overt racist about her eugenics. She just thought that the the most unfit should not be parents, but she left it kind of vague as to who the most unfit should be. Did she have a... a and she was supported by a number of overt racists in her theories okay. and everything. Did, did and she, she never really disavowed them. Do we know her theory about things like uh, interracial marriage? Um, no, that I don't. We know that she was okay with homosexuality. Okay. You know, she did, She was actually glad that... that the ultimate birth control. But she was, she was being... She was, from what I've read... She was like glad that science was being to recognize okay, that okay. being gay was part of being a, was an innate a part of the okay. person. Everybody um, should know that now. But she was like so extreme that at one point she advocated that married couples should receive permits, should apply for permits in order to be parents. Oh, and but she also believed that the quote unquote profoundly retarded should be sterilized. Yeah, I don't like that. On the plus side, though, she disapproved of the Nazi Germany's practice of eugenics. Well, okay. So, oh, okay. All right. So, good so she wasn't. Do, so she was just like they crossed the line. She wasn't. She wasn't prepared to cross. Yeah, I guess. But like I said, it, it didn't help over here in the United States. All right. But that's the story of Margaret Sanger. That was fascinating. I have to say. We now come to our last birthday. Oh my God! A short list of birthdays. Oh this my week. God! I know. I know, I, I, I know you're disappointed. Wow. Sorry to disappoint you. Okay. I didn't mean to let you down. I, I'm, I'm thrilled. This one, unfortunately, is dead. And died oh. at a tragically young age. Oh, Jason. He's in that school of 27. What? She, you know, the, the age when certain people died at Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin. 27? Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones. Then? It's the school, they call the school of 27. The school of Whatever 27. Whatever it is. Well, class class of 27, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably that. Yes, I'm probably saying it wrong. But she was born on September 14th, 1983. 
She released her first album named oh, Frank this? in 2003. Named what? Her first album was called Frank. That was released in 2003. Right. I have the album. It's more jazz-oriented. Okay. But her second album was released in 2006, and that put her on the international map, and that album was Back to Black, and the artist was Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. She did. Yes, she is. She died young. Yes, she did, the age of 27. She died at the age of 27. Yep. But for the album Back to Black, she and the album won the 2008 Grammy Awards for Best New Artist, Best Pop Vocal Album, Record of the Year, wow. Song of the Year for wow. Rehab, uh, and Best Female Pop Vocal Performance for the song Rehab. Wow. Setting a record at the time, for I'm not sure if it still holds, but had a record for the most Grammys, won by a British female singer. And in 2012, she posthumously won a Grammy Award with Tony Bennett for Best Pop Duo Performance for their recording huh. of the song Body and Soul from his album Duets 2. I and that was her very last recording. To Amy Winehouse. Unfortunately, dead. she suffered for most of her life and career from mental illness and substance abuse and yeah. alcohol addiction. Plus, she, in her last year, she was in a very tumultuous relationship and marriage to Blake Fielder's Sybil. Tumultuous. Who actually, he inspired the songs uh, for the Back to Black album. Blake Civic Civil? Blake Fielder Civil. Fielder I'm not Blake, sure if I'm pronouncing that right, Blake but Fielder I'm reading Civil. it as I see it. All right, so. He, bra he, bra he, well, I would say he bragged, but he claimed that he introduced her to heroin and crack. Okay. And they were physically abusive to each other. I knew about that. And they would even both cut themselves, and they were trying to ease the pain of withdrawal from drugs. Nice. Thankfully, they divorced in 2009. But she continued to have problems. You know, she had a host of health problems. She was arrested for assault like three times. And then, unfortunately, she died on July 23rd, 2011, of al accidental alcohol. You know what they all did? You know that I don't know why I have this image. It's it can't. It's not original. The car that comes screeching down the road, speeding down the road, slams on the brake, screeches, screeches, squeals, and like parks in the spot that own like that the exact same size for the car. They just like what is this from? I don't know. I don't know if it's an advertisement. I don't know. And what does that have to do with Amy The idea is that that's how she lived her life. She didn't, like, go around and make lefts and then come back and do a nice little, you know, three-point. No, she was with, very she fierce and down the road. And, and, you know? Yeah. yeah. The woman had balls. Oh, my God. All of that class of so, She was so did. young and just, you know, yeah. was a mess in so it's many other spark. ways. It's a spark. It's a shame. It's a real shame. Bright sparks. But it wasn't for her. I mean, she paved the way for singers like Adele and Duffy and Lady Gaga and Florence and the Machine. We now move on to this week in history. We, you know what we need? I think they call them bumpers, like in and out of segments. Yes. In and out of segments? Yeah. Like uh, we, you start the segment, you start pee pee pal, or whatever the hell the dog thing is. Pee pee okay. pals. Heavy penny. Heavy penny. And then you shifted into the birthdays. Okay. So in between the ending of Pee Pee Pals and the beginning of the end of my life, like music, in and out. Okay. I'm just saying. Uh, thank you. For, thank you. I'll talk to the production assistant. Oh, don't do that. Whatever you do, don't do that. And if you do do that, don't mention my name. Go ahead. Anyway, today, back in September 14th, 1989. 1989, I was alive. Seven members of Act oh. Up. Oh, Act Up. Okay, go ahead. They infiltrated the New York Stock Exchange 
and chain themselves to the VIP balcony to protest the high price of the only approved AIDS drug at that time, which was AZT. They displayed a banner that read, Sell Welcome, which referred to the sponsor of AZT, which was Burroughs Welcome, which had set a price of approximately $10,000 per patient per year for the drug, which was, at the time, really out of reach for most people with HIV. Several days after the demonstration, they lowered the price to $6,400 per patient. Oh, well, right. So, hats up, you know, hats off to act up for that. Shit don't happen unless people push. Yeah, you gotta push. It's the truth. They gotta As, push. You know what? Some people push and some people support the pushes, and some people don't do nothing, but, um, yeah, you gotta push shit like that. Nothing happens without those people. Yes, exactly. Like, this country happened because of those people. Yep. Yes, it did. So, it's, uh, it's, it's absolutely American to do shit like that. It's absolutely free people who get to do shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. Right. The women's, what's her name? The woman from back before Banta, the nurse. Margaret Sanger. Sanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She pushed. Right. Pushed. Exactly. They all pushed. They pun and pun. You know? Not originally intended, but now that I'm thinking about it, intended. <laughs> okay. Talk about push with somebody who was supported. Go ahead. On September 14th, 1979... 19, we're going backwards. Yeah, we're going backwards this All time. Right. California Governor Jerry Brown... Jerry Brown, he was governor for a really long time. Yes, he was. Well, he appointed Stephen M. Lax to the Los Angeles Superior Court, making him the nation's first openly gay judge. Wow. Right? 1979? 1979. Openly gay. Openly gay. What this, What court was it? Los Angeles Superior Court. Los, An Los Angeles Superior Court. Yes. Los Angeles County? I would assume no, so, I yes. I would assume so, too. Definitely. I mean, Los Angeles is the city. is probably big enough to have its own little court system. <laughs> I, I would think so, yes. Okay. <laughs> so the first gay judge. Right? Back in 79. 1979. Right? It seems like, oh, big deal. But back then, that was a big fucking Holy deal. Holy fuck. Are you kidding me? Holy fuck. Today, that seems like, oh, whatever. Well, yeah, no, thank, <laughs> thank God. And it's, again, because people push. Right now. It's exactly. Stonewall. I yep. can't wait till June when we can finally talk about something I know about. <laughs> I know. Well, we'll have to wait a few months for that. Uh, if we're still here. Next up, today, has a number of national days associated oh, with it. Good. This is my favorite part. <laughs> You'll like this one. I love these. Today is National Sober Day. Oh, I don't like that. Too pro. <laughs> To promote sobriety and increase awareness of addiction. I don't like it. And yes, also, you might like as well know, September is also known as National Recovery Month. Oh, I believe I believe in recovery. <laughs> <laughs> but not in sobriety. I do not. No, I... Move on. Because if people are... I can move on. <laughs> okay. I can't... I... I, I okay, no. What? What do you want to say? I... I I want you to move on. <laughs> is all I'm going to say from here on in. But yay sobriety. Yay, okay. <laughs> yay sobriety. Yay sobriety. So I got the French wine again tonight because I like the bitterness of these after the back of my throat. So <laughs> Glad to hear that's that. what I'm drinking now, the Beaujolais. Next up today is also National Live Creative Day. I love that. And let you, you should let the world see your creativity, whatever that may be. I agree with 99% of that. How have you shown the world your creativity lately, Tommy? I, I have not. You have not? I have not. I have shown the world nothing. Do you teach 
a uh, class? I, I, well, or no, okay. are you directing a show? I am not directing a show at the present time. Okay. Uh, but yes, the last thing I did probably was uh, All Shook Up, which was the last show that closed with the kids. Two See? Weeks ago. So you were you were living creatively. I was living. That's my job. Yes, it is. So I live creatively all the time. Then. Good for you. Good for fucking me. Damn right. No, no. And lastly, the most important day, it's National Ants on a Law Day. This is no. the worst sound effect. Like, this is the budget? No. Yes, yeah, very low budget. Yes, it is the budget. All right. Are you a fan of Ants on a Law? I don't know. I um. Do you know okay. what Ants on a Law are? I, uh, okay, if we, how literal are we going here? Is it a, what, do I, what don't I know? Ants on a Log, it's basically a celery stick. With peanut butter spread on it and then topped with raisins. Okay, no. And that's it dates from the 1940s, but first mentioned in print in 1959. Okay. Raisins, as everyone knows, are a good source of vitamin C, yeah. selenium, zinc, mm -hmm. iron, copper, magnesium. And they're low in sodium and they're a source of potassium, which is good for your blood pressure. And they make you poop. And peanut butter, of course, is a good source of protein and has, I can't go but has some fat, so you got to watch your weight. I, and I celery has fiber, like potassium, vitamin gross. K. It's low in calories. There's no fat, no cholesterol. And what's that called? Poop on a lot? Ants on a log. Ants. But there are variations uh, on this. Oh, yeah, because somebody could put... Would you like to hear the variations on ants on a log? I... This is why I'm here. Okay, well, first variation is called ants on vacation. Uh-oh. Can you know what that what it might be? Ants on vacation. Yeah. Well, they, they switch the celery out for something. No, no, they take off the raisins. No yeah. raisins. Okay. Next one is ants Wait, on... Wait, what are the ants then? What? What are the ants? No, oh, they're no, gone. They're on vacation. They're on That's vacation. The... Okay. Got some more wine. Yeah, all right, okay. <laughs> you mock it. Next, go ahead. next is ants Bring on a so slip and slide. S say that again. Ants on, ants slip, on and slide. A slip and slide. That's KY on uh, cock. <laughs> no. What is it? It's which you add honey to the ants on a log. Add honey. Yes. So celery, peanut butter, raisins, and honey. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's that called? Appeal. Ants on a slip and slide. Ants on a slip and slide is sexual. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Slip and slide. That absolutely, you do with it what you want. That ab it does not automatically bring KY to your head? Uh, not slip and slide, no. Keep going. Don't say those two words. <laughs> Next up is ants in the pants. Oh. Ants in the pants. Yes. Huh. Tell me. No peanut butter. No peanut butter. Right. Ants in the pants. Yep. Don't ask me the reason. That's what okay. it's called. You seem to have all the answers. Next so up is... supposed to look at? Next one is fire ants on a log. Oh, okay. Those are those little cinnamon chewy things instead of raisins. They're dried cranberries. Okay, not what I had in mind, but yes. Okay. Same, same wheelhouse there. Then there's also gnats on a log. Oh, Nats, huh? Yep. Peanuts. Nope. Either currants or gooseberries. Okay. Then it, it always has to be a fruit. The ant has to be a fruit. I get. I, I it guess seems it, so. Well, next up is ticks on a stick. Tick, ticks on a stick. <laughs> this is part of variation. Uh, all right, tell me. Instead of using peanut butter and raisins, you use cream cheese and chopped black olives on the celery. Okay. First of all, I knew. I knew. The cream cheese was coming. <laughs> okay. Okay, because we live in America. 
And and what's the top? What what's what represents? chopped black olives? And what are they called? Ticks on a stick. That's that to me sounds the most appealing so far. Okay. Ticks on a stick. Yes. Okay. Next up is pigs at the trough. Pigs at the trough. Okay, so this time you hold the celery upside down so the hollow point faces up, and you fill it with bacon and cover it. With pesto. No, but I like the bacon idea. That's actually more appropriate for this one. What is the? It's marshmallows. You place oh, sprays on this. Okay. I, as soon as you say marshmallow, I'm turned off. I don't like them. Well, if you think that turns you off, will you hear this one? This last one is called. It's a real variation. Hippopotamuses on Thomas's. Oh. Okay. This is an English muffin, smeared with peanut butter, and topped off with. Prunes. Oh. That sounds awful. You know what? I think prunes get a bad rap. <laughs> I'm not a fan of prunes. I, I, I'm a big fan of the plum. The plum? I like the plum. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. You know, the same with the, I like the raisins. I like the grapes. I like the wine. I like the plum. I can do a couple of prunes. Okay. Good for you. I'm glad you like them. They're good for you. They're very sweet. But as far as this dish, this doesn't sound that good. <laughs> no, prunes on peanut butter is interesting, though, isn't it? I mean, you put grape jelly on peanut butter. Yeah, I guess. But, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pass, thank the you. The fruit and the peanut butter, I love it in this muffin. Go ahead. Okay. We're now on our last event to memorialize here. It's a film opening. A film opened on, not today, but on September 18th. Oh, that's next week. 1981. Okay, I was there. Film starred Faye Dunaway. Oh, my God, it was Mommy Dearest. Mommy Dearest opened. Oh, my God. 40 years ago, this weekend. Fuck you, Patrick. Why? Because that information does not necessarily have to get to me. (laughs) Does it remind you how old? It you does are? remind me of how old I am. 40 years ago? 40 years ago, 1981. 1981 was, I think, the first year I went to high school. I was a freshman in high school. 40 years ago, I was 19. Yeah. You were already bent over a barrel in some back alley somewhere getting <laughs> boned by Billy the Boning Back Alley Boy. Now I'm just into the bees. <laughs> anyway, did you did you see Mommy Dearest when it first opens? No, I did not. Oh, I did. I actually saw it in the theater. You were 19, I was 13. Okay, and it was it was just... Well, when you first saw it, you were like, what a horror show this is. But we were also laughing at it at the same time. It's a, it, it is so many unintentionally funny bits to it. I love, I love that movie. And oh, my had, God. They had absolutely earnest intentions, and I understand them feeling mocked. The people who made that movie. Right. Um, because a lot of it is mocking it. But what a br- what a great piece of cinema. It I is. It's, I, I, I can imagine not ever seeing this not, movie. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, you don't even have to see a Joan Crawford movie. No, to no, appreciate no, no, no. how good you don't need to know Faye, who she how is. good bad Faye Dunaway is in this movie. Because Faye Dunaway just goes balls to the wall, totally over the top. Over the top. And it's fantastic. And it is. It's an amazing performance. It's an amazing performance. And she has been mocked for it, and I think she's been insulted by people's reactions to it. But But I probably probably know more lines from that movie than from most other movies. Oh, oh. Because it's just so many quotable lines from it. Oh, my God. 
I mean, everything from... Is it, is it exclusively a gay thing, do you think, Mommy Dears? I don't think now it is. I think now everyone else gets the kitsch of it. But I think the gays got it first. You know? Yeah. Especially in 1981, you know? So, it wasn't but, exactly a big star that was dead by then, I think. Who? Her, uh, Joan Crawford. Her like 1981? Yeah. I think. I don't know. I'm pretty sure she was. I'm fine now. We'll machine. use the Google machine and find oh, out. Google machine, sorry. <laughs> what did I say? Facebook machine. I'm such an ass. <laughs> oh, here we go. Nicki Minaj. Oh, she died in 77. She died in 77. Oh, so she was well dead. Yes. Well, no, it had to be because the movie ends with Christina saying... Yeah, because she's at the funeral and everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so of she course said, she was dead. He, he says, Christopher says, she always has the last word. And in on Christina as she thinks, and you can see her thinking, she's acting. And that's called acting right there, where you can see it happen. Oh, my so, God. So, so, and then she says, has she had the last word? Well, like something like that. Has she? Has she? Or did she? Or and then she writes the book, and then they made the movie. So of course, John Crawford was dead. I think that was part of the reason why she took such flack. Because why did you wait till after she was dead? I know. Because yeah. you look at this woman. You're gonna poke the bear. Right. She's right. No. Oh my God. Yeah, that was great it's, movie. It's great a great movie. movie. Just great oh my movie. God. If you've never seen it, put it on your it's list. A, it's a crazy. It movie. is well worth watching. Maybe smoke a little, have a little wine with it when you watch, because you'll really go you, to enjoy you, it. You have to go in wanting to enjoy it. It's, it is a very bizarre movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bizarre. And it's made straight ahead. Yep. You know, they, they made it for a star. It was, bam, we're going to make this movie. And yeah. Make, you know, there no tricks, no nothing. Just bizarre. See, I mean, Faye Dunaway, she was a big, hot star. Then she came off Bonnie and Clyde I, and Network. You're right. I, you know? I stand corrected. The special effect they used. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was awesome. <clears throat> yes, she was. She was awesome. All of those movies. She was awesome. Yeah. Oh, Joan Crawford was a great actor. No, no, oh, not Faye Joan Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. Yes, she was. Faye Dunaway's still alive? She's still alive. Do I have to wait for her birthday? No, I'm pretty sure she's still alive. Let's double check to make sure. We don't want to make any mistakes and nope. get some letter from and some... nothing provides perfect information. Oh, like my the God. Yeah, Google she's machine. still alive. Faye Dunaway's still alive. She's, she's so 80 years there. old. She's 80? She's 80. Fuck me. Yeah. Well, that picture's from 97. But yeah, she's 80 years old. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is in Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, yeah, she looked yeah. great. And, oh my God, she was great. And what a great movie. Oh my God. The movie almost traumatized me. Huh. That's another long story. <laughs> but um, we now move on to our next segment, which is We Like to Watch. What you, you, okay. Did you watch anything new this past week, Tommy? Uh, TV uh, or movies? Well, or I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting the finale of Drag Race Holland. Mm -hmm. Okay, I know who wins. Okay. But I'm anxiously awaiting to see it happen. Um, I'm also anxiously awaiting any opportunity to see RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 6, <sighs> which was the latest last one. I have tried to keep myself away from all accounts of who won. Okay. Okay. Um... What else? Um, I have been watching American Horror Story, which um, has been good so uh, far, uh, right? It has. I like it. Hasn't, it hasn't jumped a shark yet. <laughs> but, which is hard to say about a Ryan Murphy production, especially the one involving basically vampires here. I think Ryan Murphy implies that a shark will be jumped. 
tonight. <laughs> oh, like he's, and I think it's it's like it's like Faye Dunaway. I and, know. And, uh, yeah, know, it's that same sort of mindset. He's ridiculous. This the second half of this double feature thing yes. is now back at the original house. Okay. Okay. So like, they're back at Murder House. Okay. All right, and everybody who ever died. In Murder House? Is still there. Okay. Okay? So, there's new people, there's old people, there's Dylan McDermott. I could look at him oh forever. Oh, my God. Thank you. God. They show him constantly masturbating. They, they, have, <laughs> they have the nurses. They have, you know, the, the, the clown guy. They, they have everybody from the, all the old seasons is there. They all, sometimes they just... I think, have they started the second... They have yeah. it because otherwise, what the fuck? How did I create this in my? Well, I haven't show? seen it yet. We haven't. It's not on uh, FX. Okay, that's not my problem. Okay, where have you? What did you see it on? I saw it on television, probably Hulu. Because oh, yeah, we were on FX on Hulu also, and all we okay. saw was the first episodes, which was the whole Red Tide story. The whole Red Tide story is done. Yeah, that was that was about as well handled as. All right, it so how many episodes are there? I, of I have story? only seen one. All right, maybe that's what we'll we probably have not seen that one then yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That okay. makes sense. Okay. Okay, so then then I'm not going to tell any, anything more about it. Um, what else have I been watching? The news. Yeah. Patrick. Well, we're going to move on to our next... Well, actually, no, no. I still have another show I wanted to talk about. Oh. It's a show I thought was new because it was on Netflix and it said new episodes. Okay. And we oh, look no at it, it's like, oh no, this is this, these new episodes of the, of the latest season. Right. The show right, had five right. you seasons. Pay attention. They try yep. to get elderly people to do things by like <laughs> making print small, using weird <laughs> words like episodes. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful because... So where are we? But anyway, this show, it's called it's a show called Money Heist. I don't think we spend enough time on geriatrics. No? No. Like what yeah. kind of geriatrics? I don't know. What pills are you taking? Or, you know, what medical device do you use I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Well, I don't want to hear other people talk about that. Grumpy old gay men. And yeah, you know. Yeah, we can be grumpy old. about all the things other than our bodily aches and bane and maladies. Who wants uh, to hear that shit? Uh, Not me. Listen, listen. Please, if I want to hear that, I'll go down... To a local nursing home or something. The turnover talk to your husband. <laughs> Don't tell him you said that. Well, thank God he's not going to hear the tapes. Yeah. Anyway, there's a show called Money Heist. It's actually it's a Spanish series. Okay. Is and it it's, a telenovela? What? Telenovela? No, no, no. It's a it's a heist show. It's basically about this group of criminals who get together to rob the royal mint of Spain. Okay. And it's really ingenious, and it's really entertaining, and it holds your attention. Como se llama? It's called Money Heist. The Spanish name for the show is La Casa de Papel, which means the paper house or the house of paper. So let me ask you a question. Yes. Why the fuck didn't somebody over here call it the house of special paper instead of Money Heist? Because they probably figured Money Heist would be more appealing to an American audience. Money heist we, is... We don't understand the finesses of subtlety of what is meant by the paper house or the house of paper. I'm sorry. The house of cards worked already in your favor. Yep. Okay, so... The, and then you have shit like... This is... This is... What's it called? Money heist? Money heist. Is turkey with mayonnaise on white bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, whereas the house of paper... Well, what the fuck does that mean? But you know what? On yeah, Netflix, I'm a, I'm with a, all the choices you have, they figured, let's give us a title that's going to grab their attention. I don't think... Let's money, use I, the Money Heist. That's what I'm saying. Because they're going to know right away what the show's about. 
Whereas if you see a title, The House of Paper, the House of Paper, you're not gonna have any idea what the hell the show's about. I, I disagree. It's I apply think... it's applied to the simple intellect. You know? not, I don't disagree with that. But I think that if uh, who's who's the target audience, I suppose, is the question. Because you're gonna name it according to who you want to watch it. Right. Okay? I now I with all the movies that I see, I I get like email from all kinds of serial killer places. <laughs> Okay, I go in big. I don't listen to this podcast because I'm too busy listening to serial killer, serial killers, tale of the serial killers, serial killers in England, serial killers in America from H. H. Holmes. Okay, so I'm big into the serial killers. Okay, maybe we should do a segment on serial killers each. If we're not going to do a segment on my walkout, we're not doing a segment on fucking <laughs> my obsession with serial killers. Okay. All right, where were we? Roll the tape back. We were talking about Money Heist originally. Money Heist. I don't like the title. Well, I like the idea, and I like the fact that it's Regardless of the title, it's a good show. Right. I give it a big thumbs up. Okay. We, we started from... Well, I have a lot there, are, do. there are five seasons. Oh! And the episodes vary. Like, the first season, I think, is like 13 episodes. Oh, my God! Another this season is like eight juice. episodes. Spain. Is it... Is it... Is it... Um, it's dubbed. It's dubbed. Yes, it is dubbed. I think they're... Well, I think it's an international cast... So I'm not sure how much of it is dubbed, how much is English, you know. I think it's a mixture of both, possibly. I hate the way they changed the title. That's my that's my immediate. Yeah, I didn't understand the title change. I, I don't but, like it. I don't oh, like well, it. I understand I it, but yeah, I understand. I know, it. but it's bad. Yeah, I know. Money Heist just seems to cheapen it. It's it's it absolutely cheap, and it's a, it's already won a, won like the international Emmy for like best dramatic show. Or something yeah, like and they should call they shouldn't call it something like fucking Money Heist. I know. First of all, what else do you? Oh, you can heist art, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could steal anything, but they use the word steal. Yeah. Right. All right, go ahead. We now move on to our next segment, segment. which we didn't have last week, but we have this week. A new segment. We didn't have any candidates last week, but this week we have a candidate. It's celebrities saying stupid things. Celebrities saying... And there was no... Well, there was no entries almost all week until, like, this past Monday. Okay. And then I I got hit with two of them. Who are? But I only choose one of them. Okay. If you, I'll, I'll mention the other one after. We didn't do one last week. No, we didn't. So I think I think we owe it to those hundred people. Okay. To to do two this week. Okay. And well, to be better about it. In that case, then I'll give you the first one. Tell me. Nicki Minaj. Oh, uh, okay. What's she doing? Well, she was apparently invited to the Met Gala that was held on this past Monday. Oh, I love that thing. Well, she didn't go to it. Was she not? Oh, <gasps> she is. Oh, she. Because yeah, she yeah, 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 yeah. You needed to be vaccination. immunized before you could go. She said, "I'm not getting immunized." Well, she I'm sent. A, she sent the following tweet out. Hold on. What? I'm jumping. If I'm jumping ahead. Okay. You're too fucking bad. Her cousin from Jamaica. Yes, yes, a, I'm getting to that. Go ahead. So in her first tweet, she oh, says, "They want you to get vaccinated for the Met. If I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met. It'll be okay. once I feel I've done enough research." I'm working on that now. In the meantime, my loves, be safe. Wear the mask with two strings that grips your head and face. Not that loose one. Later on, then, she tweeted, My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. Okay, hold on. It gets better. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl pulled off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your delusion, not bullied. Delusion? Did she, did she use the word delusion there? No, uh, decision. Said. Decision. Okay. I'm sorry. Would you, I'm sorry. Uh, decision. No, no. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So I can. Okay, so hold on. Hold on. It's a lot to swallow, and I've heard about it, but I haven't really thought about it because his testicles swell up. And well, it's it's when I first heard this, I thought 
putting aside the fact of her state of mind concerning the vaccine and stuff. Yeah, that's imagine irresponsible. Imagine. She, had to, she is from Trinidad. She has she family offers. down there. Oh, yeah, there's people in Trinidad. So imagine you're this friend of this cousin whose wedding just got ended for whatever reason. Okay. I see what you And now about. everybody Everyone knows about, about it. Everybody who knows the friend of the cousin. Assuming this is all true. The friend, the Assum- friend of the cousin. Yeah, the friend of the cousin. So he's Assuming too, this is all true. He's too far removed to understand. I mean, maybe a dozen people in Trinidad but like, don't know who she's talking but about. But the thing is, it this is whole true. story, it's too, it's too reminiscent of other people saying... Well, my cousin's friend said this, and my doctor's this aunt's to somebody sister's cardiologist said this. Right. Uh, my friend, my, okay, we're not going to say any names. Where, what were we, we were about? talking about Nick, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Yes. Yeah, yeah, her and her swollen, swollen testicle cousin. <laughs> friend, cousin's friend. friend. friend her, the friend of her swollen testicle. We don't want people to be misled the friend by, of her by cousin's, anything here. The cousin's swollen testicle of her friend. Yes. Anyway, because of what she said, um, How swollen did they get that she called off the boat? <laughs> like, is it that it made for as uncomfortable as it may be? Is an injection not available? Is there not a pill? Is there not so? Do we put it on ice? What do we do for? Are this we guy's talking boys? like South Park Stan's father with his testicles in a wheelbarrow? Well, no. That now that's just stretchy sack. <laughs> that happens. So now some people already have a stretchy sack when they grow up when they when they right. Young, okay, I like a stretchy sack. Okay, good to know. Okay. Um, uh, but even if you grow up with the balls tight up on you, as you get older, those motherfuckers going to drop. Yes, and they're going to keep dropping, and they're going to keep dropping. That I don't think that's what this is. I don't think I so think, either. I think this is they went from, you know, the they guy's balls to like Eastern watermelon. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Still, like, what, like, like so, so the bride cancels the wedding, and so it's... It's because of COVID yes. that his balls are swollen and his fiance left him. Yes. Because he got vaccinated. Yes. By COVID. Yes. All right. Thank you, Nikki. <laughs> well, anyway. We'll look for you next week because on Stupid Things Celebrities. Because she said this on, on Twitter where she has 22 million followers. Yeah. The CDC had to issue a statement saying that there is no evidence that yeah. the vaccine causes any male fertility problems. Can we talk about how many people have been vaccinated and for how long? Right? I know. Enough. I know. Enough. Sit but down. But you're going to go by this anecdotal third-party no. evidence? Your, wait, Come wait. on. And if you are, you're going to sit down until you finish your tantrum. And when you're ready... To be a grown-up and join us at the table, you can come back. Right? But until then, shh, yeah. and sit down. Exactly. I'm so, I'm so done. I know. I'm done. I understand. I, I'm exactly the same way. I know you are. Most, most, you know, most, I, think, I think everyone is I getting fed up with the stupidity now. It's, you know, because it's willful. It's not like you didn't know this. It's not like this is new information. It's not like you have anything to be... This is... You're willing to not know this. Yeah. I decide that I do not know this. Right? And it's um, like... And it's my decision, and don't you... And I, I demand that there are no consequences, because I have rights. It's Karen. Yeah, I know. It's, it's Karen. the Karen syndrome. I think it's a third of... I think it's a third of people, no matter what you do, no matter where you are, no matter who you're talking about, it's people. There's going to be a third or are going to be dicks. I know. I know. And it's, it's just, just like, so magnified in you America. You don't want to listen to the CDC. You don't want to listen to what's in the news. You don't want to listen to your friends and family. Listen to your doctor. If there's one person you're going to listen to, 
Listen to your doctor. And if you don't trust your doctor, then go to another doctor. I think here's the thing. But a First doctor's going to tell you what you need to know about the vaccine. The doctor's not going to tell you anything that's going to endanger you, especially because he doesn't want to get sued by you. You're you're right. You of know? course, you're absolutely right. But you, you're, what you're failing to do is keep in mind who you're talking about. And they are willing to go to die. They're willing to die on this hill. Yeah. And luckily, that is not a metaphor. Yeah. They're going to die on this hill. The problem that I have is how many of the rest of us are you going to take with you? I know. And so far, it doesn't seem like a whole lot, but it's too many no matter how many it is. Listen, you want to die on this hill? I got, there's a wine store up the block. I got time. Go ahead, do it. I know. Do it. Let's move on to our next segment. Which is, I hope, more fun. Yes, it is. It's Five Faves. Five Faves. And today's topic is... Five Faggot Faves. Don't write letters. First of all, tell me who you are before you start hating me because I use the word faggot. Anyway, today's topic is our five favorite musical scores. Do you have musical score favorites? I have five favorite musical scores. Well, we're going to find out. I do. What's your first one? Um, All five. (laughs) Name one. Follies. Follies. That's number one on my choice. I'm done. That's it. You don't have any other musical scores that you don't like? thousands of of yeah. Well, what are your top five? I I can't do top five. I can do. You're gonna have to do your top five. I can do Dream Girls. Why can't you do top? See, Dream Girls. Is a good <laughs> I love Dream Girls. Why do you like Dream Girls score so much? Um, it was probably the it, it was probably the first soundtrack that I bought. I saw it. I saw Jennifer Holiday in it when I was in high school. We sat up there right next to God, because uh, it was a school trip. I love. It was. I was glued to it. So besides Dream Girls. And Follies, what other what are, what other favorite musical scores do you have? Um, um, uh, musical scores, uh, Follies. Yeah, you said that. Follies. And you said Dream Girls. Uh, I said Dream Girls. Um, I like Sweeney. Sweeney, good choice. Very good choice. Um, Sweeney, very much. I very much like Town. Okay, um, another good choice. Uh, hmm. If I had to pick a fifth, I don't know. This like trying to make it mean something. Um, huh. Think of a story you listen to over and over. Um, it, it's one of the Lin-Manuel Miranda's. I would probably say In the Heights. In the Heights. Good, cho- good choices. I love that show. I'll start with my earliest one, which is a show called Celebration. Celebration by what's his name and who's his uh, name? Schmidt and Jones. Schmidt and Jones. The guys who brought you the Fantastics, which I hate. Okay. Sorry, folks, I hate the Fantastics. Okay. I know it's a beloved show, it theater okay. classic. I never liked the show. Sorry. Okay. And I've had to go see so many productions because I've had friends in them. Yeah, and they were yeah, all very good that. in them, but I just don't like the show. Sorry. Oh. But I love Celebration. And that was a flop. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. don't figure, but I love the score. Okay. Uh, the next ball follies I had. Carousel is on Carousel. my list. Carousel, you know, Carousel. The book. I'm not going by the book. Right. We, we know the, the book music, is awful. The book is really but bad. But the, the score is gorgeous. The I will. I will. The opening give itself. You the opening sequence. The opening. Is, oh my god. That's a fantastic Peter. Piece and of the whole. Right if there. I loved you sequence. But that comes out of a really. 
a really groundbreaking, beautiful sequence anyway. Yes. Like, that, that, that bench scene has become, like, it's a verb. Yes. Okay, so this is where we're going to do the bench scene. Like, it's in, like, it... Maybe you maybe you're sitting on bar stools. Maybe you're, but the scene that scene that it's, um, yeah. I I like Castle. I love the opening. I love yeah, Castle yeah. Walls. There's no denying that opening. Um, if, I loved, so if, many, if, if I loved so many you, good songs. if I loved you, what's the use of wondering? Yeah. yeah. And of course, you'll never walk alone. I don't love shit like that. Like the, the, <laughs> you'll never walk alone. I don't go for shit. Even though Audra sang it, and God bless her, and everything, but but I. I think it's their best score. Oh God! Of no. all this, of Roger Hammerstein scores, I, don't think I think it's so. their best. No, I think it's. I don't think it's any better than like third. Really? Yeah. Uh, I disagree. Yeah, yeah. I think. What we're going South Pacific? Let's no. let's hear uh, some enchanted evening. We haven't heard it enough yet. Well, We've only yeah. done it five times. Yeah, but that's not the. Oh my God! The writer's fault. I know, but please. I know, but come on, Jesus Christ! I think Oklahoma and. Oklahoma was a good choice, yeah. And, but uh, Cinderella or better? I don't think the scores are as good or as memorable. Okay, but that's hey. That's I have I can't potato get past, potato. I can't get past certain things with Carousel and the music. No, the book I, I always hate that different story. Anthematic, uh, soprano. I don't. I you know I don't go for it no matter where it is. I don't like it when they did it in fucking Sound of Music. I don't like when they did it. Well, that's the thing. In the, I think in the show itself, you'll never walk alone. It doesn't sound anthemic. It's, it's done the, the right way. Yeah, you know, it doesn't happen. In, I mean, it happens after she finds out her husband's dead. You know, and that's when the number comes. And then she comes back and sings it to the yeah, Okay, I know. You know what it is? It's Oscar Hammerstein working out. Well, to me, I think a leg roll is a workout for them. Yeah, Allegro. Yeah. Allegro no, is their Sondheim show. I don't think you know. I don't think there is a them. I think there's Oscar Hammerstein. <laughs> oh, you're not going to count Richard Rogers? No, he wrote beautiful music. <laughs> he absolutely did. Okay. Um, he was very smart, but I think the Ro- and I'm quoting Sondheim: the Rogers and Hammerstein Revolution. Okay. Should really be called the Hammerstein Revolution. He did the writing. He did the plotting. He did... Right. Richard Rodgers wrote unbelievable waltzes and ballads and beautiful songs. But as far as the structure of the shows and the writing... Yeah, that would be Oscar. That is all Oscar. And that's where the revolutions began. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. But continue. Where were we? What were we talking about? My next choice of a show... Oh, good. We're still here. ...is one that... um, would have been his Broadway show debut if the producer hadn't died, and it got canned, put away for years and decades, and, was, and then finally oh, discovered. Is, oh, Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday I like Saturday that score too. I love this score. I, I, oh fun, my god, it's, it's a, a fun, fun score, score right? You know what else I really liked is is Midnight Primrose. It's, yes, it's not Evening fun. Primrose. Evening, Evening Primrose. Primrose. Yeah, but um, that opening song for him is fantastic, right? But yeah, no, 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 no. No, Saturday Night. It's I like Saturday Night. I actors I out there, musical it. actors, male musical actors, if you want a good audition song, listen to the song Class. Yeah. It's a good tenor audition song. It's a, it's an excellent it's, number. It's, it's great music. No, it's, it's a whole show. It's, 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 a fun, it's a fun score. It's very un-Sondheim-like. Now, uh, you know? Yes, but not, now that leads me to my question, which was, he was given the assignment by Oscar Hammerstein. Right. Okay? Yes. Is this... Is Saturday Night the 
Now you have to write it the, the, the fourth step. I don't the know. Original... I, don't, I, I remember the assignments and everything, but I don't know if that was this was part of that or not. Because it is, it's the only Sondheim score with an overture. Yes. It's very traditional. Right? No, no. Merrily We Roll Along has an overture. Oh, does it? Yep. That has an overture. I don't. I, I'm, for this, I'm going to get hate mail. I don't really like Merrily. Oh, see, I do. There's beautiful it's music. A, it, that's a, a show where I wish I could get my hands on the book and rewrite the book. Yeah. But so I, I love it. That's another. It's in my That's in my top ten of the scores. Yeah. Merrily. Yeah. Because it's the really. Scoring, it's the, it's, I think it's the, the most commercially stuff. accessible of Sondheim scores. Except it's got a book you can't you can't sell. The book you, is you yeah, gave away a sandwich. With I know, and it's it's so easy to fix it too. You know, but mm -hmm. go ahead. Um, Follies, we said we're up to my last choice, Hades Town. Yeah, I, yeah. He, I, I don't think. Oh, uh, I, I've been listening to this since the original studio album I by Mitchell. I could put this last week. Sure. I know you stuffed and, a version of it in my pocket. Sent me on my right. There's, like, there's three recordings of the show. Yeah, 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 know, one and the Broadway show is just it's phenomenal. The score. I think this is this should hopefully pave the way for future Broadway now, shows. Now, who wrote it? Uh, Anais Mitchell wrote. She wrote the music. I don't yeah. know who wrote the book. Anais. Anais. I'm not sure how you pronounce her first name. A N A I S. A -N yep. Anais Mitchell. 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 Anais Mitchell. Yes. I'm gonna have to Google Web Hub because I don't know who she is. Did she write music, music and lyrics? Uh, yeah, she wrote the whole score. Book. She. I don't know. I don't know if she wrote the book, but she wrote the score for this. Okay. I don't know if she wrote the actual book for this. Now show. it's pretty much a, a. It's a retelling of the of myth the Gre uh, of the Greek myth. Right? Yeah. Right, right, right. What, what myth are we talking about here? Um, Sisyphus. <laughs> no, it's not about Sisyphus. Who's the guy with the wax wings? No, you're thinking of a whole other story from Greek myths. All right, I'm trying um, to find the myth I'm talking about. It's yes, it's the, it's, the myth of, it's the myth of Orpheus and Eurydice. Orpheus and Eurydice. Now, hold on. Are they the two that went down to find... No, that's the first. Well, Eurydice went down to Hades, and Orpheus to goes down to rescue her and bring her back. Oh. That's the myth. That's the myth. Okay, so now, wait, she go to hell. Yeah, to Hades, yeah. Not and hell, it's Hades. It's different. It's not different. It's just yes, they are. They're different things. Okay, so she goes to Hades, go for yes. herself, and he's now got to go rescue her, bring her back. Yes, he does. And why does he do it? Because he loves her. And does he succeed? I won't give that away. Why is... You're not going to give away the plot to a Someone may go see the show Hades Town. They may not know anything about it. Okay. So why am I going to give away the ending? Okay. <laughs> okay. I won't do that. He decides to stay, doesn't he? I'm not going to tell you. All right, so, so, okay. In that case, let's move on. What do we have? More birthdays. No, we are now at the end of our show. We are not. Yes, we are. It never ends. No, we are at the end. We are at even the end. Not. So, what are your plans for the weekend, Thomas? It's, well, considering that it's Tuesday. I haven't given it much thought, but no. I am not expecting an influx of invitations. No. So uh, I'm probably going to be me and my steno machine, and that's the end of it. Okay. Oh, no. Wait, no, I wait. lied. Oh, you did. You lied. lied. Why? What did you no. leave out? Well, what I left out was um, Aida's opening this weekend, so I have to ah. I have to run the cafe. Oh, of course. Arts. Oh, wonderful. So, which is nice, because I need to work. So, of course. Yeah, it's nice, and it's fun, and it's... it's uh, be a lot of work, but nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Right? Nothing nothing wrong with money in the pocket. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing. I'm going home myself. For well, the good for you. 
What are you doing this weekend? This weekend, Stephen. Oh, I know what you're doing this weekend. I'm so excited, but I'm going to let you tell it. Yes, Stephen and I are going away to Provincetown. Why? To celebrate our 10th year wedding anniversary. Ain't that some shit? Yes, it is. September two, 18th. Two gay men look like you two. Getting yep. married. Getting married. 10 years ago. And that was after being together 10 years prior to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some shit. They, yeah. they let you get married. Yes, they did. We, in fact... As soon as the law was passed in New York, we planned our wedding, basically, and held it three months later, which is, like, okay. unheard of when it comes to planning a yeah, wedding, but King, I guess. And your husband are, is excessively, to a fault, fucking organized and precise. Yes, he is. So it could not have been much for him to whip up a wedding. Oh, well, you know what? Just whipping up. It I, took some time. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it's a production. You yes, have to it play. is. You have to, you have to hire the pick. You have to, who's going to put me in my dress? Yeah, I no, I get it. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I wasn't there. No, you weren't. You no, were ill. I time. wasn't there. I was ill. I was quite ill. Yes, you were. Um, it was, you got married in in that, that maybe, what was it, 48 hours of time I had between pneumonia and a heart attack. Yes, exactly. Uh, but you know what is true? Remember, you called apologizing because you couldn't come. I couldn't what are you apologizing apologize? I was so I was horrified. Because, <laughs> and to this day, I still, ten years later, never been to a gay wedding. But um, yeah, I was horrified. I was horrified. I was out of the hospital. Why can't I go? My sister's like, "There's no fucking way you're getting in the car." There's just it's a, no. It wasn't and, gonna you know, happen. The next day, I had a heart attack. But. Um, yeah, it was horrifying. It was it, it it was horrifying. Yeah, to be to not be able to be there. Right now. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. You missed a great wedding. Of course, I missed a great wedding. We know people who still talk about our wedding. I believe it. I <laughs> believe it. <the food laughs> it's a great time. Great. It was outside. It was nice. No, it wasn't outside. Well, there's pictures of you walking outside by. Your no, bed. before the wedding, we went to the, well, we went to the old Bethpage Village restaurant. I love that and had our place. wedding pictures taken. So do we. It's one of the first places we ever went um, out to on a you date. You guys are so we love sentimental those about like this is the first place we ever met. So we're yes, going to go back is. every year for the rest of our lives and on this. <laughs> on the, we're going to go there on the, on this. On the same date every year for the rest of our life. That's Fire and Island. That, That's yeah. when we are the anniversary of when we met. Uh, <laughs> and how many years have you been out there since? With, on the same well, day? we've been together 20 years. Uh, so 20 times? Let's say 19. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. So, so Provincetown. Why Provincetown? Because that's where we spent our honeymoon. That's where we spent our honeymoon. <laughs> yes. So, 10 year anniversary. Yes. Let's go to Provincetown because yes. we're sentimental. Well, we, haven't been, we haven't been there since our honeymoon. Uh, yeah. Because we went there twice, and each time we went, we had a, we had a hurricane was one weather, time. Yeah. And then the second time, we had a nor'easter. So I think we were at the point where it's, if we come a third time and there's another storm, they're going to throw us out of it's the mess, state. It's, it's, it's Cape Cod in the fall. Right, you're exactly. Gonna get, you're going to get rained on. That's yeah. the first thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, so we're heading up but there. But you're so sentimental. And then what was it, what set me off on this thing? I don't know. You know, you were talking about doing something else because of something else. We're going to do this because five years ago I fought it and it was this. No, so, no, no. No, there was something that. else. There I don't know. Some, I don't know. When you play it back, it. you'll know and you'll know. I'm, I'm sure not, I I'm will. <laughs> well, the still, jury's still out on that question. Fuck the jury. But anyway, this brings us to the conclusion of our show today. Again? 
Just rem a, rem a reminder to everyone that our episodes are available on Spotify. Spotify. Stitcher. St I don't know what that is. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. iTunes. I love iTunes. Stitcher. But I'm mad at iTunes. Stitcher. Amazon Never Music. I love music. Google Podcasts. Google. I love Facebook. Google's everything. Facebook. Overcast. Overcast. And Never other that, out podcast like providers. Out podcast? Uh, no, I didn't say I was saying other. I got caught in the word. Other. So other podcast, podcast providers. Provide. What? We uh, also have a Facebook page. We're also on page. Twitter. For those of you over 50. We also Twitter. have a website, grumpyoldgaymenandtheirdogs.com. Dot com, www dot in front of that. So you have thousands of ways of reaching us if you want to give or us your comments or eight. feedback or, or opinions. Let us know. Talk We would love who, to hear from you. Who are you people? There's a hundred of you. At least a hundred. Not... At least a hundred. Now it's over that. No, it'll probably be less after this. No, so it's actually over. We've actually increased our numbers. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I'm just saying, who are they? Listeners. When do they you when do they listen? I don't know. I didn't ask them. We don't have those kind of no, statistics. No, no, so see so see you're being cut. You don't have I'm asking them now. You're asking a rhetorical question, man. Say goodnight, Gracie. Bye, bitches. Goodbye. Thank <laughs> you.